Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. In this episode, actually this is a bonus episode, I'll be breaking down those night games, the Sunday night game and the Monday night game. And also, I will give you my waiver wire picks for week four. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, let's finish off those uh, night games for week three in the NFL. One compelling game, the other one, not so much. Um, Let's go with the Sunday night game. The Green Bay Packers went to San Francisco and squeezed by the 49ers 30 to 28. Aaron Rodgers, um, solid game, solid enough game. Um, 33 pass attempts, 23 completions, 261 yards, two touchdowns with a sack. So that's that's standard fare for Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, doesn't isn't eye popping, but uh, it's enough to get the job done. So, um, and then. Uh, the 49ers made the fatal mistake of giving him 37 seconds to march the ball down the field, which he did, and he set up the game-winning field goal. So um, Aaron Rodgers at his best. So um, again, a solid game. Um, Aaron Jones, solid once again. Um, 19 rushes. 82 yards with the touchdown. He also had two catches for 14 yards. So you'll take that every day of the week from Aaron Jones. Um, he's your guy. So um, you, you you ride him until the wheels fall off. A.J. Dillon, um, six rushes, six, 18 yards, and then two catches for eight yards. So Aaron Jones is the guy. Again, I stated last week. All that noise being made about, oh, Aaron, A.J. Dillon, uh, maybe timeshare. No, no, not trying to hear that. Aaron Jones is the guy. So that's the running game there. And then the receivers, the receiving game, you, you have Dante Adams doing his thing. 12 catches, 132 yards with a touchdown. You'll... Definitely uh, take that for a um, pretty much wide receiver one. So um, definitely take that. 18 targets. So, you know, you know, A-Rod has eyes for Adams always. So um, definitely saw that there. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling had a pretty good game. Three catches, 59 yards, and a touchdown, which is pretty good for him. And that was on four targets. So, um, promising game for him. Um, I would have to see more before I go run into the waiver wire to scoop him up. But um, this is definitely a good look for him. So, um, you'd be encouraged by that. Alan Lazar, one catch for 42 yards. And then, not a great game at all from Robert Tunyon. Uh, one catch for six yards. So... Um, all in all, your, your, uh, you know, the, the big three over there, um, Rogers, Jones and Adams had solid games. So you, you definitely take that 
each and every day of the week. Jimmy Garofalo, um, yeah, not so much. Um, for 40 pass attempts, 25 completions, 257 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Eh, it's, you know, that's Garoppolo-type numbers there. He lost a fumble, and he was sacked four times, so a lot of uh, hurry and all that with him. Um, in terms of the run game, uh, Trey Sermon, eh, it's... Wasn't a great game, but uh, you still got a solid number at, at the end. Um, 10 rushes for 31 yards with a touchdown. And then he caught two cat, uh, passes, three yards, and on three targets. So, in the end, the number looks decent. Um, but you would like to see more out of Sermon in that regard. So, um we got to see what the uh, who's coming back next week. Because remember, Elijah Mitchell had the injury. So did um, uh, Hasty as well. Uh, I hear Jeff Wilson is on the horizon. He'll be back um, sooner than later. So uh, right now that run game is a bit of a uh, mixed bag. So we'll see what happens. So much so they had to use the fullback. Kyle Jusic, um, he had five rushes, 14 yards. He did have four catches for 37 yards with the touchdown. So, But you're not picking him up. Uh, they just used him out of uh, necessity. So in terms of the passing attack, George Kittle with a much better game. Uh, seven catches for 92 yards. That's on nine targets. You definitely want to see that. You're happy with the amount of targets he got in this one. So uh, maybe he's coming coming out of his uh, mini slump here. So we'll see. Debo Samuel still getting a lot of looks. 10 targets, only 5 catches, 52 yards. So a um, bit of misfiring between him and Garoppolo. Um Brandon Ayuk seemed like he's slowly coming around. Um, six targets, four catches for 37 yards. And then Muhammad Sanu, I even realized he's still still over there. Three catches, 36 yards, and that's on six targets. So some things uh, 49ers need to clean up. Um, next up for them, their division rival, um, the Seahawks, will be coming to them. And then for the Packers, the Packers... Uh, face a a uh, wounded uh, Pittsburgh Steeler team, and Pittsburgh comes to them. So, um, so that should be interesting game, nonetheless. And then the Monday nighter, um, Dallas hosting the Philadelphia Eagles, and Dallas all over the Eagles, forty-one twenty-one. Um, Dak Prescott, yeah, a pretty good game. Um, 26, um, pass attempts, 21 completions. So that's, that's pretty good. Um, 238 yards with the three touchdowns. He did run it nine times for seven yards, was sacked four times. You don't want to see that. And he lost a fumble. So, um, all in all, a solid game from Prescott. You want to see that, um, 
as far as the run game. Um, uh, Ezekiel Elliott owners, uh, you can breathe, breathe a sigh of relief. Um, 17 rushes, 95 yards with two touchdowns. He also had three catches for 21 yards. So you'll take that each and every day of the week. You, There was some trepidation coming into this game because of what happened last week with Pollard having the 100-yard game on the ground. So um, there was definitely some, <laughs> some worry. But um, Zeke pulled it out, he and he did his thing. So uh, kudos to him. Tony Pollard still involved in the run game. 11 rushes for 60 yards and one catch for five yards. So, um, it, so this just goes to show that Ezekiel Elliott is the guy. They're going to work in Pollard. That's just the way it goes. But, um, you know, um, the de facto RB1 is Zeke. Uh, make no mistake about that. In terms of the receiving game, Dalton Schultz had a nice game. Very nice. Six catches, 80 yards on two touchdowns, and that was on seven targets. So he outpaced his counterpart, Blake Jarwin. So, um, and remember Dalton Schultz last year when uh, Jarwin went down, he, he played pretty well. So um, this is no surprise here, and he'll be the, one of the hot waiver wire uh targets um at the tight end position that's for sure after this one cd lamb three catches 66 yards no touchdowns um you know uh, it, it happens this way sometimes guys um amari cooper not such a great game three catches 26 yards and uh that's on four targets so i would say uh, perhaps Amari Cooper is a buy low candidate right now. Maybe you want to, um, you know, toss some trades out to see if you can pry him away from somebody because he won't be down like this for long. So, and the other touchdown that uh, Prescott threw went to Cedric Wilson, who's the third wide receiver uh, filling in the spot for uh, Michael Gallup. Uh, two catches, 17 yards with the touchdown on four targets. So, so that's that was the Dallas attacks. Um, in terms of Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts, solid game, very solid. Um, 39 pass attempts, 25 completions, 326 yards. You'll take that. Two touchdowns, although he did throw two interceptions. So, um. Also ran it nine times for 35 yards. So kind of a typical Jalen Hurts game. Um, definitely the the passing yards are up, which is a good thing. So, um, yeah, so you definitely want to see that. Um, Miles Sanders. Um, yeah, th this, this is kind of perplexing here. Um, two rushes. 27 yards, and then he had three catches for 28 yards on four attempt, pat on four uh, targets. He didn't get a lot of looks in this one, guys. And um, I was all over IG today, and everybody was screaming from the rooftops, "Oh, he's not getting enough touches, and you know he should demand a trade." This that. Um, I doubt if they trade him. 
Um, it's just that they need to get him involved more. So Miles Sanders is probably a buy low candidate right now. Um, and even with his low amount of touches, um, Kenneth Gainwell, he he hit all that many either. Well, he was right behind him. Um, one rush for two yards and then three catches, um, 32 yards, and that's on four targets. So, um, I, I want to say it's circumstance, but, um, when your quarterback rushes it nine times compared to your, your, uh, your actual running backs running it three times between the two of them, that's not a good look. So, um, so they're going to have to investigate what they're going to do in that regard there. Um, in terms of the receiving game, Dallas Goddard had us. Yeah, it's okay. Um, two catches for 66 yards on four targets. And then there was a Zach Irk sighting. Four catches, 53 yards with a touchdown on seven targets. So Zach Ertz. It's not going away, guys. He's he, he's he's in the mix here. He had the second most targets in this game. Um, I I think this this is kind of going the way of uh, New England with the two-headed uh, tight end attack. So I think this is uh, kind of what you're going to get, guys. Um, I, I don't know if, if there's any way around this. So. I guess you can go to the waiver wire and see if Zach Ertz is out there. Um, I mean, he's getting these kind of uh, looks, so I guess I, I, I guess it's worth it. You know, the tight end um, waiver wire is pretty thin, so um, well it will get thinner after this weekend. But um, yeah, I guess you could do worse. So if Zach Ertz is out there, why not give him a look? So. Um, Jalen Rieger, he saw the most targets in this game. Five catches, um, 53 yards, and that's on eight targets. So he's pretty much involved. Um, Devonta Smith, six targets for him. Three catches, 28 yards. Quez Watkins, two catches for 46 yards on two targets. And then the other touchdown went to Greg Ward. Um, one catch, 15 yards, which went in for the touchdown. So, uh, next up for Dallas, tough, tough game actually. Uh, they they get uh, Carolina at home, so that should be a good one. And then Philly, they host the Kansas City Chiefs, who will be foaming at the mouth after their division loss to the Chargers. So. Um, so, <laughs> no rest for the weary for uh, Jalen Hurts and those guys over there in Philly. So, that is your wrap-up of Week 3 action. So, the next time you hear from me, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. I'm going to give you the guys that um, you should target on waiver wires. I'll do a quick segment on that. And then uh, I guess the next time you'll hear from me, well, I, you'll hear from me about the waiver wire stuff. So we'll take it from there. All right, guys. So we will talk then. 
Okay, guys, so let's talk waiver wire. We're going into week four, so maybe some of you guys are 0-3 already, so you need to tweak your roster. Maybe you're 1-2 where maybe a, um, a waiver wire pickup here and there kind of turns the tide for you for the rest of the season. So let's get into it then. Um, as far as the quarterbacks, there's three quarterbacks you need to make sure are not on the waiver wire. Um, the first one being um, Drew Carr. Derek, Derek Carr? I'm sorry. Um, the guy is leading the league in passing for crying out loud. He, he needs to be rostered. Um, you know, I know it's only three games in, but... It looks like he's going to be flinging the ball around over there in Vegas. So, um, Derek Carr needs to be rostered. Uh, moving on to Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins looks very good right now. Looks very good. Um, he's getting everybody involved over there. Um, even, the, even with losing Irv Smith Jr., the tight end. He's now going to Tyler Con uh, Conklin. So um, he's getting all three of those receivers over there. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and uh, K.J. Osborne. So, yeah, and you know he likes to throw to Dalvin Cook as well. So, yeah, um, Kirk Cousins needs to be rostered. Um, I know about uh, maybe about a week ago I made sure he was my uh, QB two on my squad. So, um, yeah, he needs to be roster. And the last one is Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold is looking very good coming out the gate right now. His team is three and zero, So, um, he, he's, he can only get better. So, um, Sam Darnold, um, it's funny how those former jet quarterbacks go somewhere else and flourish, but, um, that's the way it goes. Um, no, rather, I'm sorry, former Adam Gase quarterbacks goes elsewhere and flourish. We saw it with Ryan Tannehill. Now we're seeing it with Sam Darno. So, um, Sam Darno needs to be rostered. So let's move on to the running backs. Uh, the top, the top guy that everybody's going to be running after is Chubba Hubbard from the Carolina Panthers. Right now, um, it looks like Christian McCaffrey, he's going to miss some time. So you need to get Hubbard on your roster. Um, looks like he's going to get a few starts here. So um, get him on your roster. It'll be a lot like um, last year with Mike Davis, uh, how he filled in for McCaffrey. So uh, Chubba Hubbard, um, see if you can <laughs> kind of get him because I'm sure everybody... And their mother's gonna try and get them off the waiver wire. So, um, so try you try to get in there as well. Peyton, Peyton Barber for the Raiders. Um, rumors of Kenyon Drake being the guy right after Josh Jacobs is highly overrated. Uh, that's that's an overrated thought. Yeah, I know they're paying Drake all this money, but they brought in Peyton Barber off um, after he was cut from a roster. They added him on, and then suddenly now he's the RB2 over there. 
and he played well um this past Sunday. So um Peyton Barber is is the next guy up if something happens to Jacobs. So um he needs to be rostered. Alexander Madison. Um how many more times can I say when Dalvin Cook is down, Madison is the guy. And boy did he play just like um Dalvin Cook would yesterday. So um Alexander Madison. I'm not sure what's going on with Cook. Um, we'll see, but, um, Madison needs to be rostered as well. Um, if, um, especially if you have cook, you need that handcuff. So, um, Madison's your guy. Latavius Murray. I think eventually in Baltimore, he's gonna end up emerging out of that running back room. I understand Tyson Williams, um, John Harbaugh was talking big about him, but I think we already see Murray getting the uh, goal line looks, so um, I think it's just a matter of time that um, that um, Latavius is going to get uh, the lion's share of the carries. So Latavius Murray, um, get him on your roster. Naheem Hines um, for the Colts. Uh, he's the third down back. He's much like, uh, JD McKissick. Um, he's the third down guy. There's no mistakes about that. So he's going to get his share of looks. And we saw what he did this past Sunday. Uh, Naheem Hines, he's an active part of that Colts offense. So get him on your roster. And speaking of Colts, Marlon Mack, but for a different reason. Marlon Mack um, went to management and said, look, um, between uh, Jonathan Taylor and Hines, I'm, I'm not getting any uh, any light here. So, um, you know, trade me out of here. So they had him inactive this past Sunday. I think they're going to try and work something out where they can make a deal. Not sure what you're going to get back for um, a guy just coming off of uh, a torn ACL last year. So, um you, you, you're going to have to lower your expectations as far as what you get back. But um, Marlon Mack would be more like a pickup and stash guy just in case he lands in a favorable position. Um, me personally, I can't take that gamble. I would have to see where he lands before I go out and get him. So um, if you're desperate, I guess... Um, Sure, why not? Who who knows where he ends up, but um, I wouldn't run that risk. Uh, Daryl Williams for the Chiefs. Um, we saw Clyde Edwards-Hilaire have the nice game on Sunday. The only thing, he did have a fumble in that game, so I think it's still a case where uh, Williams will be the third down back. So I think he'll get plenty of action there. I don't think they're all that comfortable making um, Edwards Hilaire the bell cow. So um, and this is a high-powered offense. So I I think you'll um, that Williams will have some usefulness in this offense. So um, hey, it, it's a it's, uh, you know he'll get action. So um, if you want to go that route. You can do that. JT Taylor for for the Patriots. Now, this is a weird one. Um, everybody's talking him up now with the end the season ending injury for um 
James White. So he's he's the person they're talking up. Mind you, this past Sunday, it was Brandon Bolden, the uh, special teamer who's a running back, who got those third down looks. So um, no, everybody's talking them up. I would wait and see what you know what transpires in the next game how people are being used before I go run into the waiver wire to get a guy who we haven't even seen um, do anything uh, thus far. So, um, yeah, so I would sit sit on that one. If you're desperate, hey, it's, it's, it's a dart throw. You'll see what happens. Um, moving on to Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown for the Dolphins. Um we know the the guy, well, they're still talking the three-headed stuff, but um, Miles Gaskin seems to be the guy there. But down in, in um, red zone, goal line situations, they're bringing in Malcolm Brown. So he he he's good for a cheap touchdown here and there. So, um, yeah, so if you want to go that route, of Malcolm Brown, especially in a favorable matchup, uh, may pay dividends for you. So, Malcolm Brown for the Dolphins. Cordero Patterson for the for the <clears throat> for Atlanta. Um, Mike Davis, he had his chance last week against a pretty soft um, Giants defense. Couldn't couldn't really get the kind of traction you would think he would be able to get against that defense. So Cordell Harris, he was there. He got the catches. He got a few rushes as well. So they're, they're already talking a 60, 40 split uh, Davis to Patterson. So 40 touches may be enough to do damage. So, um, Hey, um, <laughs> that kind of usage, you, you really can't pass it up. So Cordero Patterson for the Falcons. And then finally, Jeff Wilson for the 49ers. Right now that receiving room is a is a like a um like a mash unit. So um he's due to come off of the IR soon, Jeff Wilson, so he's more like a pickup and stash. We've seen him have success in, in that backfield in the past, so and none of these guys are really um wowing the uh the staff over there. So Jeff Wilson, a worthy pickup and stash to see um what transpires with that uh 49er run attack. So um Jeff Wilson for the 49ers. Let's move on to the wide receivers. Um <clears throat> Let's start with a couple of Buffalo uh, wide receivers, Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders. Make sure none of these guys are on the waiver wires. Um, if they are, go and grab them. Um, it seems like Josh Allen is spreading the love. Um, it, in fact, um, <laughs> Stefan Diggs is off to a kind of a slow start because of that. The way um, Josh Allen is spreading it around and... This past Sunday, Cole Beasley was a recipient of that, as well as Emmanuel Sanders. So, uh, either one of these guys pick, uh, picked him up. They're going to be involved in this pass attack. So, 
uh, Hunter Renfro for the Raiders. I already talked about Derek Carr and how he's throwing the ball around. And Hunter Renfro is like Derek Carr's Cole Beasley. He works the middle of the field. So he's going to get looks. He's going to get uh, targets. So Hunter Renfro uh, for the Raiders. Um, two guys for the Arizona Cardinals. Christian Kirk, Clark. Christian Kirk for Arizona. Um, he's getting to work, guys. He, there's famil- familiarity there as well. So, Christian Kirk, he needs not to be on the waiver wire. And A.J. Green. A.J. Green had a nice game this past Sunday. So, A.J. Green. And then, take into consideration that DeAndre Hopkins still has the sore ribs. So, um, they're, they're trying to not get him in the line of fire as far as, you know, taking unnecessary hits. So, um, seemed like Kyler Murray spreading it around over there. So, um, AJ green has been a, um, beneficiary of that. So AJ green, if he's on the waiver wire, go ahead and pick him up. Sammy Watkins for the Ravens. I don't know. How many more times we could say this? He's seeing the targets over there. He's seeing as much targets as um, Hollywood Brown and Mark Edwards. Um, Great addition for the Ravens, by the way. Um, Sammy Watkins, he's viable. And he needs to be uh, rostered. Khalif Raymond for the Detroit Lions. Look. There's there's barely any uh, receivers over there now, um, and especially when teams decide to zero in on um, T.J. Hawkinson, you're gonna need um, somebody to throw it to. And this past Sunday, uh, Khalif Raymond had a pretty good game. Terrell Williams is still on the shelf, so we don't know when he's coming back. Um, so definitely, you definitely want to um, think about. And then um, Cephas was the hot pickup the week before, but uh, he he had have such a great game this past one. So, um, and people keep talking about um, Amon Ra St. Brown, but he hasn't emerged yet. So, Khalif Raymond, um, grab him if you can off the waiver wire. Um, in light of the injury over there in t- uh, Tennessee with A.J. Brown, um, you're going to need a, uh, another guy to throw to. Nick Westbrook uh, Ickhine. Uh, he actually had um, quite a few targets this past Sunday. So, And you're going to need a guy to take pressure off of Julio, Julio Jones. So um, Westbrook Ickhine um, is a guy you may want to think about if A.J. Brown is out for a prolonged length of time. The big, the big name on the waiver wire here is um, Josh Gordon. He was just reinstated um, by the league. Uh, he could have went anywhere. He ended up going to Kansas City Chiefs, which I think is a smart move for him. It's a passing attack. So um, the question is this, and I uh, actually asked this on why I made the statement on IG. Is it worth it to you? to pick up a guy 
who hasn't really been fantasy relevant in like eight years, is it really worth it? You got to ask yourself that question. If you got the roster space, go for it. But, um, and, and even the guy I said it to said back to me, has anyone, uh, any receiver over there, have they been roster worthy other than Travis Kelsey, obviously, and Tyreek Hill? And that's a good question. I mean, Sammy Watkins had his moments, but outside of that, there really hasn't been fantasy relevant receivers over there. Miko Hartman, he had the nice game this past weekend, this past Sunday, but, um, and it's going to take time for Josh Gordon to learn the system over there. So he'll be on the practice squad for a little bit before they bring him up. Is it worth it to you? I mean, he's a big athletic um he can go get the ball is it worth it that's what you gotta ask yourself me here's a question i have to ask i have a guy struggling like uh uh robert woods i have a (laughs) a struggling robbie anderson so i gotta ask myself the question is it worth it to me to grab Josh Gordon, who hasn't really seen action in a few years, grab him over these two guys? I say not. So, um, pick up if you must, but, you know, approach it with caution. And this is basically a lottery ticket for you. So, um, moving on to Kendrick Bourne for the Patriots. Um, Had a nice game this past Sunday. Um, I understand um, most of the targets are going to Jacoby Myers. It's just that Bourne was a beneficiary of that. They still have Nelson Aguilar over there. Um, You could grab him and see what happens with that offense, but um, I think that's more like a uh, pick up and sit and see how the things transpire with uh, Mac Jones over there. So... um, there's worse guys you can pick up, so eh, you could take that gamble. Uh, Colin J- Johnson for the New York Giants. This past Sunday, Sterling Shepard went down with yet again another injury. So did uh, Darius Slayton. I don't think Kadarius Tony is ready for prime time yet. Um, Evan Ingram is just coming back, so... Um, Actually, uh, Johnson saw a pretty fair amount of targets once those two guys went down. You still have Galladay there. So, um, Colin Johnson, I mean, you know, again, you could do worse. Um, He's seeing targets. That's a good thing. So, um, I would monitor the situation with those other receivers before I go picking him up. But, um, But he's... Yeah, he's worth watching. He's worth watching to see what happens. And then lastly, Tim Patrick. For crying out loud, everybody, pick this guy up. He's a viable part of that Denver passing attack. Um, I understand Cortland Sutton is there, but um, it seems like one way or another, Tim Patrick (laughs) finds the end zone or uh, uh, gets a big pass from uh, Bridgewater. So... Tim Patrick needs to be rostered. 
I understand KJ Hamlin is there, but the guy to me is Pat, uh, Patrick, so pick him up. And lastly, I'll deal with the tight ends. Um, Tyler Conklin, I spoke about him already, how he's filled in for Irv Smith Jr. And he's, um, Kirk Cousins likes him. He likes to throw to him. So, uh, Tyler Conklin, definitely a guy you want to grab. Dalton Schultz for the Cowboys. Um, here's another guy who, um, had a fine game on Monday Night Football. Um, I think he's more of a guy that Dak Prescott looks to much more so than Blake Jarwin. So um, Dalton Sh Schultz, definitely worth a look. Zach Ertz for the the Eagles. In that same game, he had four catches with a touchdown. So Zach Ertz ha isn't going anywhere. I understand Dallas Goddard is there. I get that. But, um... I think Zach Ertz will be a fly in the ointment. So, um, again, it, um, the the waiver wire for tight end is very thin. So, um, you could do a lot work worse than Zach Ertz. So, um, maybe he's a possibility. Jordan Aiken for the Houston Texans. Um, he's a guy who's seeing targets over there as well. You have Brandon Cooks. Um, not much else, really. So, um why not uh, Jordan Aiken? Maybe he'll find the end zone a few times, depending on the matchup. Uh, Pat Fryermuth uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, right now, it seems that, look, Big Ben can't throw it down the field like he used to. So um, he's utilizing Naj Najee Harris. He's utilizing his tight end. Um, and this kid here... The rookie, he's looked good so far. And Eric Ebron, I think his hands are just so unreliable. So um, I think the kid here um, definitely worked for pickups. So um, Fryer move um, for the Steelers. Dawson Knox, I've been singing the praises of him. He's a guy who seems to find, it seems like he averages about four catches a game with a touchdown. So uh, those are solid numbers if uh, for your tight end. Um, those are startable numbers even. So Dawson Knox, de definitely a guy you need to consider. And then lastly, this one is more of a, a pickup and stash. Dan Arnold, he was with Cleveland. Not Cleveland. He was with Carolina Panthers. He got traded. Um, they, they needed a cornerback, so they traded Dan Arnold to... The Jaguars, I think, um, in due time, he'll become one of those big targets that um, Trevor Lawrence may want to go to. So um, I say this is more like a pickup and stash if you're willing to do that, or if not, just leave him on the waiver wire and see how he blends in over there in Jacksonville. So, so guys, that's. All of the skill players there. Um, as far as defenses go, I'll tell you right off the top, Tennessee. You want to see if the Tennessee defense is out there um, because they face the Jets. So that's a defense you want to think about. Maybe Chicago Bears taking at home 
uh, taking on the Lions. You may want to think about that one. Another defense you may want to consider. Uh, the Colts facing the Miami Dolphins. Maybe that's one you want to um, look at as well. And, or even the the reverse of the Chicago game. Um, Detroit maybe, you know, you saw. <laughs> and remember, I, I called that with... Um, in terms of Cleveland's defense against uh, the against the Bears, so um, maybe Detroit forces uh, Justin Fields into a few mistakes or so. So you may want to consider him. Consider uh, the Lions' defense. Um, I think there was one more I wanted to talk about. There was a one more defense. Um, Mostly everyone has Buffalo because they take on Houston. Um, there was one more defense. Tampa Bay taking on New England. That's that's that seems like that's too easy. Uh, yeah. So excuse me. So let's go with those. For now, those are streaming defense you can grab now and plug into your roster and should pay big dividends for you, that's for sure. So, um, you'll definitely want to consider. Um, oh, the last one was um, the Cincinnati Bengals playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Cincinnati defense. So, that was the other one. So, Cincinnati defense, Tennessee defense, um, Chicago defense or Detroit, either way, could be an ugly game, <laughs> possibly. So um, those are four defenses you um, you can go out there. Should be on the waiver wire, so check those out, guys. All right? So I think I'm going to wrap it up there. Um, next time we talk, I will be breaking down the Thursday matchup and then give you my value picks as well. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms. You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD That Sports Dude. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GD That Sport Dude. You can also write to me at thatsportsdudegd at gmail.com. You can also hit my Zelle at that same email address to support this podcast. And again, I value and appreciate you listening to the podcast. <laughs>